Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, and today we are going to discuss the Indianapolis Colts 2023 NFL season schedule and the demons wherein they have to slay in order to have a decent year, right? I mean, let's face it, uh, last year was completely disappointing for the Indianapolis Colts, and this upcoming season, there's a little bit of hope with a new quarterback, a young quarterback, a quarterback that was picked number four overall in the draft uh, to go with a whole new offensive coaching staff, some upgrades, hopefully, across the offensive line, and maybe a reboot of some guys that, you know, before last season they played very well, and then last season it seemed as though they regressed some. But in this episode, we are going to go through each game, each each game for this season, and talk about the importance of each of those games. Now, am I going to give a, a win-loss prediction? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see how that rolls uh, as we get into this. But right now, I want to remind everybody that BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games. You can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So, as I said earlier, it was a completely devastating season to have to watch. Uh, no, no Colts fan wants to have to go through another four-win season. Uh, but some are expecting it. Now, I'm not going to get into the fact that some Colts fans actually want to tank another year, have a bad year, so they can have another high draft pick because, let's let's face it, you know, teams that do that end up being like how the Browns was for so long, the Jets was for – you don't tank to get high picks just because there's a player there you like, Okay. You go out, you win, you do your best. You go get the guys that you want or who will fit best for your team. And this year, Chris Ballard and company went out and did that. They have a new offensive head coach and offensive coordinator and all that. We'll see how it rolls out. But this year, 
this year was a little optimism. Even if we don't win a whole lot of games, even if we don't win the division, even if we don't get to the playoffs, most of us just want to see improvement throughout the season from the young guys because that will dictate exactly how this team could look moving forward over the next three, five, seven years with some of these guys on the team. Now, let's go ahead and look. I don't know about looking, but here's the deal. Three preseason games, as we already know, and the first one this year will be August 12th at 1 o'clock, and the Indianapolis Colts go to Buffalo to face them Bills. All right. Now, preseason, a lot of people say it don't matter. We shouldn't be playing them. I completely disagree, especially when you have a young team or a bunch of guys that ain't on the team. Kind of get a, a feel on practice, real feel of practice, live game reps against a team that's not your own. So you can go out there and hit hard. These guys out here, most of them, the rookies and guys trying to make the 53-man roster, they're fighting their butts off, okay? They're going to go out there and uh, performing big hits, uh, putting out 125% on the field just to make the roster. So you're going to get a good look at some of these guys. And like I said, uh, we have a new coach, new system, new offensive scheme, bunch of new guys, all this. They all need the reps and the practice here. And this is a great time to do it. First game against the Bills, obviously defensively is going to be a heck of a challenge for the Indianapolis Colts. Don't expect a lot of play from your obvious star starters. Uh, for either team, I, I don't expect Josh Allen to play a whole lot in this game. I, I honestly expect Gardner Minshew for the Colts to come out and uh, open open the game with the ones. Maybe play a series or two, leave, and then I can see a quarter, maybe two quarters with Anthony Richardson. So we'll get to see a little bit of that. I know a lot of you Colts fans out there are really looking forward to that. Uh, the second game in the preseason is against the Chicago Bears at home, August 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, this is another game against a team that the Indianapolis Colts should know a little bit about. This is Matt Eberflus's defense, and he's been building it the way he wants. So this is going to be a, a, a nice, interesting way of, of fighting against uh, a team you know, that that's kind of defense heavy as opposed to offense heavy. And then, of course, they have a very good scrambling quarterback out there that will probably get a lot of reps in this game, I would assume. So that's going to be interesting for our defense. Now, obviously, you know, we have a good scrambling quarterback as well. But, you know, you're not allowed to hit the quarterbacks during practice in the game. Even a preseason game, you're allowed to follow through with your tackles. So that's going to make some big big differences here. Now, obviously no one wants to hurt anyone or see anyone get hurt, but sometimes that happens and we just got to hope for the best, right? That no one actually does get injured or if they do, it's not some long-term serious injury. Uh, the third game in the preseason, kind of a rematch, a game that a lot of us feel like we should have won last year when we had to Philadelphia and face them Eagles August 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Another former offensive coordinator for the Colts, or coordinator period. I mean, we had Eberflus the week before this, and now 
Now we got Nick Sirianni, right? Another scrambling quarterback, Jalen Hurts, great deep. The Eagles might be the best team in the NFC right now, okay? And a lot of people will say it's hands down, bar none, even over the Niners. They really improved this offseason in the uh, during free agency and especially during the draft. This is going to be a tough game for the Colts and a, a learning experience. Sirianni's not going to walk out there and just be like, it's just another preseason game. You've seen how emotional he was in the regular season game last year. He wants to beat his former team, right? Especially his former offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen. All right, this is going to be a very interesting game to follow. Great way to end the preseason as we head into the full schedule for the 2023 Indianapolis Colts. And talk about tough. Talk about tough, dude. All right, week one. Before I get into who we're playing, the Indianapolis Colts haven't won the season opener since 2013. They are 0 and 9 since 2013. Okay. That's a demon that the Indianapolis Colts have got to exercise. And just to get on the right track, if they're able to exercise that demon right off the bat, walking out the gate, that could be a really good sign for the Colts. Okay. At least that's my opinion. But here, here's the deal. We're at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags, who are expected to win the division. And we are at home, 1 o'clock. By the way, no primetime games that, this year. None. We ended up playing a crap ton the last two years. Got no primetime games this year. Um, well, outside of week 10. But that's not technically prime time. That's just a overseas game. Okay, uh, very important start season off uh, on the right foot. I feel like the Colts need to walk out. They have a good chance of beating the Jaguars, considering we have a whole new offensive scheme, new offensive players, new quarterback. There will be zero, zero film on the Indianapolis Colts offense for the Jaguars to study. So the Colts, in my opinion, are there's a good chance that they could walk out and steal this game week one. Week two, the Colts go to Houston to face the Texans. Um, another one o'clock game. They're all one o'clock games, save two. Uh, so well, and then you got a couple to be determined at the end of the season. Uh, the Texans game, obviously, the first game last year against the Texans, we tied. We tied. I don't want to tie. All right. Got two rookie quarterbacks that's going to might be playing in this game. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, they, you know, they picked up a, a defensive stud. They traded up to the third overall pick in the draft and picked up Will Anderson. It's going to be a fun game to watch as well. Um, again, wow. Right off the bat. Bam, bam. Division games. Week one, week two. Then we go and travel to Baltimore to fight them feisty Ravens at 1 o'clock, week three. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't beat the Ravens since 2014. The last two times the Colts have played the Ravens, we have jumped out to like 
three score leads at halftime against the Ravens and then squandered both of those to win, to lose either at regulation or in overtime by a field goal. All right. I don't want to see that happen either. I don't care how we win or lose this. If we lose this game, fine. I, it's the Ravens. They're a good team. I don't want to be winning by three scores or more at halftime just to lose the game. Let's not see that happen. We have squandered so many leads last year, especially to good, good teams. I don't want to see that happen anymore, okay? I want to see the uh, the offense and the defense play just as well the first half as they do the second half. That's going to be the big point, in my opinion, in this game against the Ravens week three. Week four, we travel to L.A., fight the Rams and Matt Stafford and all those guys at one o'clock. Walking in uh, second week of October, this is a game I feel like we should win. All right. Now, by now, the Rams will have some film. But, you know, depending upon who the starting quarterback has been this whole time, this could be where there could be a quarterback change for the Indianapolis Colts. I fully expect Gardner Minshew to start the season. If, if Anthony Richardson is not ready to start. And when I say not ready, he's, I mean, he's only played 13 NFL or college games. He's got to be able to read a defense pre-snap, read a defense properly during a play, but especially pre-snap if he's going to run a lot of RPOs, okay? So he may not start the season until he gets all of this down. I, I have full confidence that he'll be able to get the the uh, the playbook and all that down. It's just being able to get pre-snap reads, okay? Not that I'm saying that he won't get any snaps uh, before now. I, I fully figure that, They'll kind of kind of ease him into the NFL, giving him, you know, probably a few snaps, somewhere between four and 12 snaps a game with plays specifically designed for him uh, just to get his uh, feet wet, you know, get him comfortable in, in those situations and being able to read defenses and things of that nature. Uh, he, he's got to be able to get, you know, ex- the only way to get better is through experience. So at least get him out there and get some play time. Week five, the Colts finally go to Tennessee, face the Titans. Yeah. Oh, no. They don't go. That's the second game at home. My apologies. It'll be at home versus the Titans at 1 o'clock. Still Derrick Henry, still Ryan Tannehill, still Mike Vrabel, still a tough team to beat. Okay. We've had trouble with the, the Titans the last three years. Last three years. Let's give them a fight, guys. Let's walk out of this. We're at home. Let's at least split against the Titans. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, it would. Week six rolls in, and we go to Jacksonville. First off, very similar to last year, four of our first six games, divisional games. Four of our first six games are divisional games, guys. What? Remember last year, five of our first seven was divisional games? Wow. Now we're going to Jacksonville. And another demon to slay. The Colts 
have not beaten the Jaguars in Jacksonville since 2014. They're 0-8 the last eight years in Jacksonville. Guys, plenty of opportunities to slay some demons. We don't want these in-division demons, though. We need to get rid of those. Let's beat Jacksonville, okay, in Jacksonville. It'll be another feather on the cat. And we'll be done with Jacksonville now, right? That's the thing. Week six, we won't have to play Jacksonville again, period. Done with them after week six. Let's end it with a win. Week seven, we go or no, come back. We begin another two home game stretch where we host the Cleveland Browns. Couple interesting points in this game. Former Colt safety from last year and my co-host, Rodney McLeod, is currently on the Browns with our former special teams coordinator, Bubba Ventrone. Okay. Let's not make this a a, a homecoming for them uh, where they leave smiling. All right, I I want to beat the Browns, especially since their quarterback is Deshaun Watson, you know, who we've had a lot of success against Deshaun Watson while he was a Houston Texan with the type of defense, very similar type of defense that we play against them. I think we could walk out of this with a W, but this is a very good team all around. They got good players on defense. They got good players on offense. Uh, obviously, their run game is solid. We're going to have to do a fantastic job of uh, getting pressure on Watson, controlling him, keeping him in the pocket, and stopping the run game all at once. That's a tall task. That's a lot to ask a team to do, okay? But if, if any team can do it, I think the Indianapolis Colts, Gus Bradley-led defense can do that. Week eight. Week eight against the Saints. At home against the Saints, this is the one. If we don't win this game, we don't win. All right, the season. This is the one game all season we should win. I think the Saints might be the worst team that we play all year. All the way around, okay? They have lost their identity. They've lost their coaching. They've lost their quarterbacks. They've lost everything. I mean, obviously, they went out and have tried to rebuild their team the last year. We got to walk out the gate. Week eight, beat the Saints, okay? Week nine, we go to the Carolina, face Frank Reich, and another quarterback who was taken number one overall in this draft, all right? This is a game where I'd like to go to Carolina, say hi to Frank, shake hands, and walk out with a victory. It'd be awesome. Okay. That, but they sure as heck want to do the same thing. They want to host us. You guarantee Frank Wright wants to beat the Colts, right? Guaranteed he wants to beat the Colts. Well, the Colts want to beat you as well. So this is a game where, again, a lot of youth, they gave away some of their better players to get that number one overall pick, gave away some draft picks to get that. They got Bryce Young, little quarterback out there, looks so tiny behind. I've seen some videos. He looks so tiny behind that offensive line. Uh, 
But make no mistake, that is a team that uh, with Frank Reich could make some noise. And by week nine, both teams should be looking more like what they would be look because they're, you know, new new head coaches, new quarterbacks, new a lot of stuff, right? New new playbook. Week nine, both these teams should be kind of set and got a feel for each other and kind of understand what their identity of the team is. So this could end up being a very good game. Week 10, game of the year, in my opinion. The Indianapolis Colts head to Frankfurt, Germany to face those New England Patriots. What? Yeah. Frankfurt, Germany. It'll be a game November 12th, 9.30 in the morning, morning Eastern Standard Time. Only viewable on NFL Network. Wow. Okay, first off, last year, uh, Germany hosted a game between, I believe it was Seattle and the Buccaneers. You know how much Germany likes the NFL? Just football in general, American football? There was a million people waiting for the ticket sales to that game last year. A million waiting in line. This is going to be a ruckus game for the Colts to play. And it's going to be at, so this is a, a game where they're considering the, this is going to be the Patriots home field. Cause it says at Patriots. Hmm. So that'll be interesting. It'll be a fun game to watch. Week 11 is the bye. I, I'm going to spend a little time talking about the bye. What? This isn't week 14, week 15, week 16. Bye. We actually get the bye in the middle of the stinking year. It's perfect. I haven't seen the Colts have a bye week dead middle of the year in so long. I love the fact that that's going to happen. Okay. That'll also give them a little bit of time to get over the jet lag from being in Germany the week before. It is absolutely perfect for the Colts to actually have that bye week, week 11. Week 12, the Indianapolis Colts go to Tampa Bay, face them Buccaneers. It's another team I think the Colts should be able to win. Uh, kind of falling apart, very similar to the, how the Rams are. Uh, losing quarterbacks, losing different situations going on there. Uh, you know, they, they, both teams have bought in the last few years to, to, to win their Super Bowls. And in doing so, they only had a very tiny window and now they have lost the majority of uh, the big-name players. I think the Colts have a good chance of walking out with a victory uh, against Tampa Bay, at home against Tampa Bay. We're not going to Tampa. Sorry. But then we do travel week 13 to Tennessee. We don't play well in Tennessee. Okay? We haven't played well in Tennessee in some time. But again... You know, it's a divisional game. It's going to be a tough game. It'll be against, you know, as I said earlier, uh, at this point, who's going to be quarterbacking, right? Will Tannehill still be a quarterback at that point? Will it be their other young quarterback who can run the ball? Will it be the other young quarterback they picked up in the second round this past draft, right? Jacob Eadson that a lot of people thought that they would pick up, uh, that the Colts would pick up. 
at pick over four? Who knows? This game will be very interesting to watch just for that fact. Week 14, the Indianapolis Colts then travel to Cincinnati to fight them Bengals. Talk about a tough game. Uh, you don't get much more of a high-flying offense than Cincinnati uh, with all of them weapons, right? And then on top of that, their defense last year, last couple years, their defense has played solid. So this is going to be a very, very tough Week 14 matchup for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, week 15, another demon. And this might be the biggest demon the Colts will have that they've had in a long time. At home, this is to be determined. So depending upon week 15, where are they at? Do the Colts have a good, uh, you know, the Colts at or above 500? Are the Steelers at or above 500? If they are, this could be slid into a primetime game. Okay? But the Colts haven't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers since 2008. 2008. We are 0-8 against the Steelers since 2008. Last time we beat them, Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Bob Sanders, all them guys were on the field. Biggest demon of the year for the Colts to slay. Beat the Steelers, dig on it. Week 15. I want to see it. It'll either be December 16th or December 17th. We'll find out. Week 16, we're going to travel to Atlanta. Face them Falcons. That's going to be uh, a game I feel like we could win, okay? Uh, they do have their quarterback. They paid him. You know, I, I, I told, you know, everybody was talking uh, pre-draft that they, they thought that Atlanta would uh, draft a quarterback, but I just didn't see it. I didn't see it. For one thing, They've got guys, you know, they got Ritter sitting there, okay? Then they went out and got Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke, Des Ritter. They got a young guy in Heineke who's going to be fighting for that starting spot. Heineke, I'm more scared of than Ritter, though. I expect Heineke to actually be the starter for this team. Week one. But this is another game that I feel like the Colts should walk out and win, even though... um. You know, the Colts are also in a very similar situation with a very young roster. Week 17, hmm, December 31st, ladies and gentlemen, New Year's Eve. We faced them Raiders. We have, the Raiders have played the Colts tough for the last 12 years. Tough. Once in a while, the Colts will walk away with a win. Once in a while, the Raiders walk away with a win. It's just one of those games, man. These two teams fight each other tooth and nail every year. Derek Carr, no matter what you say, played us very, very well. Well, he's not there anymore, right? He's not there anymore. So we don't have to worry about Derek Carr chewing up our secondary uh, the way he used to because Carr was so good against zone defenses. Now, they have Jimmy G. 
Now we got to face Jimmy G. And I feel like this is a game that we could really take advantage of. Okay. Jimmy's not very good throwing the ball deep. I say you send a lot of pressure and keep everything in front of you. Jimmy's not going to be scrambling for 500 yards, you know, or nothing like that. Now they've got weapons over there. They've got weapons galore on the offense. If Jimmy is accurate, you know, inside 15 yards, if he get that ball out quick, let them get some yak yards, you know, after the catch, Jimmy's good at that. But I feel like our offense by this point in the schedule should be down pat. I mean, it's week 17. We could be fighting for the division or a playoff spot. May not, but we could be. This could be a very good game to watch. Final game of the year, another to-be-determined game. Obviously, week 17th, January 7th, we finish off with the Texans. That's right. We finish off with the Texans. Now, I don't expect this game to be slid into a primetime game. I don't expect both the Texans and the Colts to be fighting for a divisional lead here. That's the only way that I feel like this is a game that will be slid into primetime. Neither of these teams are expected to win more games than the other two teams in the division in the Titans and the, and, and the Jaguars. So uh, this, I, I feel like this will probably be, you know, a one o'clock game. You'll only be able to see, it'll be a, you know, local area only kind of deal unless you got, something that where you could watch any game you want uh, going on at the same time. But again, you know, that's the schedule, all 17 games for next year. Before the schedule dropped, I had the Colts winning somewhere between five and eight games this year. I did not expect the Colts to get to 500. Uh, Now I still don't. I think they finished eight and nine. I think they'll be a middling team this year, but we will show improvement. I think they'll get better and better as the season goes. I think they'll start off with a win. I think they'll finish. They'll, they'll start off week one uh, because no one will have any film on them. I think we get a win right off the bat. And then as film starts to drop, we'll start not play as well. Teams will know what how to play defense against us. But as the year progresses, the team gets better and better. We'll start winning against other teams like the Panthers, like like the Falcons, like the Texans, you know, games like that. So that's my thought process for this schedule. I appreciate each and every one of you sitting here listening and uh, watching. Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.